0: Discussion? Debate is over. You will write a formal apology. I will what? A formal apology. You will kowtow. You will step and fetch. Frank, if you think you can get take me- Get used to it. It's the way of the world. If you're so hot on discipline then Gun. damn it, start by accepting mine. Cause contrary to popular opinion, I'm the head uh, in charge. Come on,
1: let's get something eat. You really think you're bad, don't you?
2: All right, everybody, welcome back to Gundam and MHQ. This is one of your hosts, Neo, and joining me always is your favorite kill target in Gundam versus Maxi Beast, Solbro you. Actually, I don't. I don't think that's the truth because I've I've seen lately Solbro's trophy list on uh, PlayStation when it comes up. When I I look at mine after after uh, freeing uh, the the island of Tsushima of uh the mongols. So yeah, I did everything. I th- I actually think there's like three things I got to try to do to try to get my first platinum trophy. So, um I might I might go back and do that. But 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 I heard from show that there's going to be some DLC uh I think coming later on this year where um you don't even um um play a Shin Shikai, so I don't know. So, oh,
1: they can't hear you again, Solbro. bro. That forgot to unmute my mic. Sorry, guys. Good evening, everybody. Good evening again, again with this shit. I am such an idiot. Good game. It's a good, it's good, a good game. Show. At least at least once a month, my dumb ass forgets to hit the unmute button. Uh, everybody God. else can hear me, but I can't uh, fucking seem to fucking remember. So fuck me. But anyway, God. okay. He, he's, on. <laughs> he's on. He's Thank on. Thank you, everyone. I appreciate yep. it.
2: That's uh, why he wow. dies so much man. Yo.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. yo, let me know if I'm coming in too hot, guys. I will fix yeah. that too. Peeking a bit. Oh, I got that. You're, you're kind of like real rock guy, I think, in a way. <laughs> <laughs> yo, testing oh, once you testing. Oh my God, yo. I'm uh, peeking a bit. Uh, All right. Guys, let yeah, me know let if I'm sounding it. like shit. All right. Classic. All right.
2: You, you <laughs> Indeed. Well, well let, let's just go from the beginning. Can you hear Soul bro? Yes. <laughs> Okay. Does he sound like shit? <laughs> <Yeah. Okay. All laughs> Always. Right. Always, no. but uh, so, indeed. So, welcome, Solbro, Bro, and uh, when you're listening to Gundam 224. Oh my god, 224 episodes of this nonsense! How huh? who would have <laughs> ever thought? And uh, in this episode, we'll be doing wow, we're gonna wrap up our reviews of episodes 19 through 26 of. Gun and Build Divers Rerise. Uh, remember, we did it a couple months ago when there was, like, the COVID pause. So, I guess Mr. Sunrise said, no, everybody has to work from home, so you're going to finish this.
1: <laughs> Mr. <And> sunrise.
2: <laughs> Mr. Sunrise said that, yes. Yes, he did. So, um, but, um, yeah, we'll be doing our thoughts uh, of those episodes and talk, actually probably just talking about the whole entire show uh, as we have. But, um, wait. Hold on. Oh. So, bro. Yes. I, I think I'm... I don't like doing this because it really screws up my thing as a journalism, a mm. journalist. Um, yes. I don't like being prepared and I don't like doing breaking news. Because uh-huh. uh, I, I stand by the, the ways of Lord King. But I think I'm getting... Wait. Hello. Dennis, are you there?
1: <sighs> <laughs> I think... Dennis, are are, are you are you sure is
2: this you're coming live from are you in Macross City? You're 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 doing you're you're covering the protoculture riots? Is is that what I'm hearing? That's what the truck's telling me.
1: Oh Jesus Dennis,
2: are you there? Yeah.
0: (laughs)
3: Dennis or sucks.
2: Or sucks. Okay.
3: What I've seen.
2: What have you seen? I've drank. What have you drank? Fucking,
3: Turpentine? beer. Ugh. Yeah. In a Zentradi sized nice serving.
2: Ugh. Is it the stout? Yeah, the, the the Zentradi stouts, no, no bueno. How how how's it going, Dennis? Uh, we haven't talked to you in a while. How are things? The
3: world. How's Life is hell. There is no meaning to anything.
2: Hmm. Okay, well, you're still the same. Um, <laughs> let me let me, the, let me ask you the question that all our listeners are wanting to know right now. Mm-hmm. Who has the best culture? Nobody. <laughs> cultured- you're, you're so jaded. Why are you so jaded, Dennis?
3: Have you seen what year it is?
2: Yeah, it's 2020. It kind of sucks, yeah. Um yeah was it this bad on the macross calendar <laughs> i don't I don't remember this in the macross timeline was 2020 this bad
3: <laughs> you don't even know what you don't even know it's it's
2: bad and we don't even have variable fighters yet so what the hell i mean man
1: I feel gypped <laughs> i know right
2: Yo, where's my valkyries
4: where are they <laughs> it's, it's...
2: Well... <laughs> I, 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 I think all of you guys know um, we we finally had to kick Fred Rex out because he's just been oh, squatting for the last couple days. Last couple episodes. Hey, he yo. just
1: showed up. He you just got... showed up like that guy. Hey, buddy. What you doing? Hey, <laughs> hey, you got Fred to eat vegetables, though. So, you know, kudos to you. I did. You did, yeah. bro. Yeah, I, yeah, I, you did. I did. I, and he... did.
2: I, I got him off his 100% meat diet, and he yeah. went to a 95% meat he
1: diet. Said, so he, he said, I've... Neil Neil got me to bust out the bourbon. <laughs> Yeah, I Better be a drinking a that, dog yeah. Indeed, yeah. So. indeed. Yo, shout so. outs to Fred.
2: Yeah, but it's it's been a long time coming. Um, our original, me and Solbro's original slave master, the original person that gave us our way of thinking, uh, he's back. Chris, how, how, how's it going, my
3: man? You know, I, I don't even have to crush people's hopes and dreams anymore because
1: for me. go <laughs> 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 so on autopilot. Shit. <laughs> yeah, it must be nice, right? Oh, I mean, <laughs> boy, this year has man. Oof. you must be
2: just—you must just finish a review on MHQ and just like twenty
4: night twenty twenty. <laughs> you want <to> it.
2: <laughs> yes, he's back. Our former partner in crime, um, podcast emeritus, podcaster emeritus, Chris Guanche. So uh, yeah, he's going to be joining us for uh, our recap of well, like we say here, episodes 19 through 25, but or it should be 26 actually, so but um
1: oh shit
2: Uh, (laughs) oops i'll fix that
1: (laughs) i just noticed that oops oh my god there's always a fuck up somewhere um, good shit but i think
2: i think we'll be covering the whole show on this uh we'll be talking about our lowlights uh highlights and insights about what we're talking about here um but before we begin as as i saunter over to the larry king memorial studio um, Chris, is there anything you want to share? Uh, anything new in MHQ that you'd like to share with the folks out there?
3: Well, I guess I should say uh, maybe not so um, emeritus anymore because uh, <clears throat> I might as well just put it out there that I will be popping up on the show more regularly. Oh,
0: Woo!
2: my God. Spoiler alert. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh. Yo, the boys not,
1: are back. Not, so, not, so, bro, not, did you know about this? Did you know? Where are you keeping it from? <laughs> me? Always. Always. This is, this is this is the only Out bright the thing of
2: 2020 right now. Oh my God. Some good news. Shit. Yeah, Christ. <laughs> exactly. Man, yeah. been waiting for it. <laughs> yeah, it looks like... Um, so it's Chris. You, you've caught the bug, huh? It, 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 we just keep bringing you back in. You're like Michael Claude. You just bring me back in.
3: Yeah. I think I've been off uh, on vacation long enough that... Uh, <laughs> it's podcasting. It's- and, it's been, uh,
1: it's been a while, man. And, uh, I mean, not since you've been on the show, but it's been a while since, since you, you wanted to like, uh, have a regular presence on the show again. So man, uh, I, I, if anything, glad you. to have you back. I hope, I hope that you've, you found that, um, the kind of that transition into your next phase of life, uh, going as smoothly as possible. But, uh, if anything, uh, I know that you know what it's like, man. Sometimes we just need a fucking break. <laughs> Sometimes you just Beautiful. need it. Yeah.
3: Unfortunately, uh, it's it's kind of hard to stay connected with the show because uh, I'll be honest, like I don't listen to the episodes. Yeah, uh, that I'm not in. Not that I listen really to the episodes. That
1: I'm in. Thanks. <laughs> like, <laughs> to you could guys... you at least
2: play it in the background. You know that, right? <laughs> we we need we need that we need the we need the you know the, the views.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, listening to yeah. you guys talk about anything. I have to stop myself from wanting to respond. Right?
1: Oh, are you serious? <laughs> yes. Oh wow, that's that's awesome. Oh, well, man. you know,
3: we we did this straight for 10 years, so it's like yeah. there, there's like I want to say something, it's like, oh wait, this is a recording, I'm not part of this. Oh
4: you, man. You, you, know, you know
2: what's funny, uh Chris, is um I think Silbro could probably say the same thing. I think for even now, there's some times where Will say something, or like I'll say something, or Sobro say something. I'm like, I'm just waiting for Chris to just come in and, you know, just lay the <laughs> S- hammer or lay the down or, or whatever it might be. And um, yeah, back in I your think, hole, Sobro, back I, in your I, hole. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's, um, you know, and, and, and you're right, it's a byproduct of, of doing so many episodes together. Um, and doing it for so many years, so um, we're glad that you're you'll be joining us uh, even on a part time basis. That's amazing, and I think everybody, um, yeah, everybody's saying a return to the old timing. I just ease Chris in, you don't want to scare him away. (laughs) I mean, come
1: on, I want to get that laundry list cooking,
2: yeah, exactly. They're already like. God you gotta me, do man. Dennis. You gotta do Emperor Palpatine. You gotta do old time. You gotta bring back the Straight Talk Express.
1: <laughs> Mailbag right now!
0: <laughs> now! Let's you out. need to have it now. Jump Make up for lost window, time! You know? Jesus. <laughs>
2: well, but, um, yeah, I think that's, um... That's, uh, great, um, that's great news. And I guess as we're doing some, uh, Going into the Neos oh. Listeners for News section. Oh, we got some feedback going on. Yeah, we got a little bit of feedback there. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> so. Oh.
3: What's
1: that? Oh, that's weird. Maybe, is that, 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 that me?
2: Yeah, we
1: got a little bit of feedback there. Oh. <laughs> who is that? Is that I, us? I don't want to know. Chris, is that you? Oh, that's super weird.
2: Yeah, it's really weird. Internet. damn. Oh, it's, it's just muted, right. so. Yeah, mine's muted too, so it's not me. Oh well, shit. <laughs> Chris, Chris, you there? You still there? <laughs> hey, we're back. <laughs> like, like, it's never, never stopped. But um, I, you know what? We'll go into some news, let's just to the news, and uh, we'll wait for Chris to return. Hopefully, you can um, uh, comment on some of this stuff. And if you ever have any. Um, news articles that you like to submit, just go to the Neos Listener submitted news articles in the Gundam section of the MechaTalk Talk Forum. And before we begin, soul we we just gotta say, man, there's just there's two words I gotta say to you, man. Mm-hmm. Wakanda forever, man. You know like, forever. I think I think that was like the most shocking thing that I mean as as crappy as 2020 it was um, you know, and the child Bozeman, I mean, come on, you know, um, even as Black Panther, I've seen him in other movies. Um, I was pretty shocking and what a brave yeah. person to go through, uh, the kind of disease and sickness that he had for so long and still continue to do things and, um, yeah. aspire people. So,
1: um, My man, let me tell you when you, you were the one to actually, uh, yeah. that to me, man, I didn't know yeah. uh, it was Friday night. I get a text from you telling me that he passed away and here I am in denial. I was like, wait a minute! I sent you the TMZ list. You sent me
2: TMZ article, so you knew. No, it was it was true. it wasn't
1: was TMZ. It was BBC, if I recall. Oh, it was article, BBC? And the BBC okay. is usually on point with that too. So um, when uh, when that hit, uh, I immediately clicked on the link and 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 read the article, and then I jumped to social media, and I saw that it was trending, and then it's yeah. like, man. Please tell me this is false. Please tell me this is some kind of miscommunicated news. Of course, it wasn't. It was uh, very, very real, and it put a lot of stuff into context. Uh, a lot of stuff with uh, with, with with Chadwick himself. Um, I, I I love watching him in interviews, man. And uh, I always used to usually check out the the spots for him when he's promoting a movie or something like that, like with Five Bloods, or with um, or with Marshall, or with uh, all sorts of other movies that he's done. And um, There's always, like, he always had a perspective where he was conscious of what he was doing, you know, about the legacy of what he was doing, about what he wanted to do. Um, There's an interview that fucked me up, and I I, I have been fucked up since this news dropped. Um, There's an interview that he did with Sway in the Morning and uh, SiriusXM, where he talks about the work he did for St. Jude's and going to see um, kids who were afflicted with cancer. Uh, and talked about two kids who were really looking forward to seeing black Panther at the time. It's back in 2018 when the movie was out um, and talked about the fact that they were hanging on to see that movie yeah. before they passed on and they didn't. And he broke down right there on the stage and I don't think his castmates cause none of his castmates knew about what he was going through, but he's sitting there internalizing what the fuck he's going through and yeah. his looking his own mortality in the face, in the face and yet he's keeping he's trying his best to keep his composure and that said like everything that was going down one of the best speeches he did was his um address to um howard university if anybody has taken the time to watch that it's about 30 minutes but please take a moment to go listen to that it is so moving it is so inspirational and you can tell that he had a lot of perspective on the fact that his life may be cut short, what he was going through, and he wanted to make sure to get a good word out to everybody. A lot of the things he said and posted and did were in it, it, with with the perspective of a man who knew he had hit it big, but at, at, at the trade, it looks like in this case was that at the same time was afflicted with something that would possibly take his life, and eventually it did and just the clarity of what he would do and the fact that he 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 took this he took he took that character of of black panther and put it on his back because that movie was a roll of the dice hollywood doesn't normally bankroll big ass movies like that featuring black people a black director and a mostly black crew uh you know that you usually have to have like one like big uh caucasian actor in the film Uh, And he's not an actor that was very well known outside the United States at all. So that was another big thing because they do depend on the the foreign box office. For them to take a chance and make a movie like that, even though it was backed in the MCU, it could have still failed. And what's so historical about Black Panther and, and his role in it is that freaking countries that banned American movies dropped their ban for that film. Saudi Arabia being one of them. That is fucking incredible and the people in other countries even
2: though they probably even though they probably took out the magic component yeah cuz that's no no no
1: yeah they, they may have know, but the fact yeah. that they the fact that they dropped the the ban on that uh in order to have that movie come over because it was catching so much fervor around the world and the fact that the whole world is mourning his loss says so much man i actually um I sat down and watched Marshall this weekend because it's one of the few movies is I haven't seen, and I was floored by it, man. He he was before he got Black Panther. He was very well known for being a uh, a guy who played um, in he biopics. Was actor. Yeah, he was character actor, and he played in biopics uh, of of famous, uh, of, of, of historically uh, famous black black uh, men. Um, the first of which was Forty Two with uh based on the life of jackie robinson and then um which they which they
2: showed like mm. uninterrupted i think a day or two ago did they I really what station it was yeah 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 i know, Even I know though they, abc did that uh interrupt black, um the, black panther.
1: the all straight through black panther yeah yeah they didn't and they have a more they had a um in memoriam segment uh afterwards which was really cool to watch but um uh, then he did, uh, Get On Up, which is my favorite movie he's done. It's a favorite, my favorite performance is, it's fucking incredible, man. Please watch Get On Up. It's so good. Uh, and then he did, um, uh, Marshall, which came out in 2017 after he did, um, uh, Civil War, uh, as, uh, at the first entrance of, uh, um, the Black Panther. Um, but, uh, a movie of his that I also enjoy is, um, it's called, uh, sorry, uh, Message from, uh, From the King which is on Netflix, for those who haven't seen it. Uh, it's the first time he actually used the uh, accent that he would move on to use uh, for T'Challa later on because he plays a guy from South Africa. And uh, it's it's a very, very powerful movie. Um, it's about a guy who is a... Um, you don't really quite know what he does, and I don't want to ruin what he does because... When are you going to be done? Probably like nine. Oh. Okay. oh. Uh, and... uh Go ahead, and Go ahead Go ahead and eat. <laughs> but uh, he uh, he, his sister comes to uh, comes to America and then um, for a new opportunity for uh, a future opportunity for herself, goes to college, then ends up uh, getting mixed in the wrong crowd and she gets killed. Uh, and then he has to come to the states to figure out what the hell happened, how she died, and what she got mixed up in. So it's a murder mystery um and he he's 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 a very very violent man <laughs> he's not not uh not one to uh to to forgive those who did what he did to his sister and it's a it's a super cool film uh i love the fact that when you uh get to the end and you see exactly who what he is in south africa it's it's a pretty cool it's a pretty cool twist but um yeah man, it's chadwick boseman amazing actor um, it's mm-hmm. affected me dearly and I know it's affected a lot of people especially uh, yeah I yeah. think it's
2: affected everybody I mean yeah man
1: uh, um people someone I, told me uh, I saw someone I will, post I will, online I
2: will say this and mm-hmm. one of the memories that I had is when we went to go see Black Panther yeah uh, we went to go see it and the only place we could see it that opening weekend was a theater in Newport Beach which is predominantly white yeah. and you go in there and the place is sold out. And people were cheering, and it was cool because at the end, it's like you know you look back, and it's it's not you know, not to make this a thing, but it, you know it's people that look like me. It's you yeah. know, and 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 I I was like, wow, that's cool, um, because yeah. I remember reading about him. He was, I mean, he was never my super favorite um, comic book character, but I always loved the stories. I always loved the mysticism and the technology of wakanda when the Avengers would go there and stuff and i thought that that was like i felt that that was the point where we were going to go as a country and as a society to a better place because we see african-american people as the most technical technologically advanced the most advanced culture there is and not for what they always get portrayed in in these shows and in movies, and it was um, I thought I thought it was uplifting and I thought it was hopeful, and I <laughs> I mean he became one of my favorite characters and in, in the you know in the whole MCU, um, you know I was I still loved always Iron Man, that's always because of what I was and as a kid just loving that character, mm-hmm. but.
5: Absolutely. I mean it
2: was it was good and, and it was um I thought it was good because it was hopeful for people and um you know it's sad because you see people like that and um you know people you know people look up to these guys and then when you find out that this guy was doing all this stuff behind the scenes with all these kids I mean oh. you're like wow I mean it's like it's like when Kobe died. You find out yeah. it's like he was doing what? He was like spending like half his time talking to these people. You're like these kids. It's that's when you know there's um, there's good in in the world.
1: But yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just. It's just one of those things we have to just uh, take in, man. Uh, people felt this when uh, Christopher Reeve passed away. You know, that's yeah. one of those yeah. things. In this case, uh, it's culturally significant um, uh, because uh, for a lot of black people, um, yeah. think of it this way. Um, people, Some people couldn't even understand why people were so excited about Black Panther. But if you were a comic book fan yeah. in 1989 and when Batman 89 came out, think of the excitement that happened then or when you saw The Avengers for the first time you know that type of movie for that movie to even come about took a lot of work to just build up to it and then they built up to this and uh, yeah. i rem- i remember the pop that um kevin feige got when he uh, announced that black panther was movie was coming when marvel-, marvel did that uh that town hall thing uh to represent uh, to uh announce a-, a bunch of movies that were coming out in phase 2 and 3 and that was one of the movies that got the loudest loudest applause of excitement yeah. so yeah man it's 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 something that's going to take time to heal from, but um, Chadwick did a lot of good, man, and his legacy is going to be strong. And God bless him and his family, and may he rest in peace. And I I don't even I I can't even think of Black Panther two right now. I just hope they just yeah, don't do worry. his don't do worry his legacy it. justice. I, mean, I just just focus on some other stuff. We'll get to that when we get to that, man. But um, yeah,
2: me, me and Chris talked about it. We said you know it's it's one of those things where it almost makes sense to just. Use some old old footage, maybe do the Paul Walker head thing, and and um, maybe he dies of something, and, and sure he takes the thing of the Black Panther because yeah, people spit you ball know, ball ball the, bla- the Black the Black so. Panther you know it doesn't necessarily have to be a man. So yeah, true. But, Yo, um,
1: Chris, are you there? By any chance, Chris, you coming in? Testing yeah. one. Okay, cool. Okay. Thank goodness, Chris. Any thoughts? Anything you want to say before
2: um, we move on just to
3: something? Add to you guys, I mean, it's like really a shock because...
2: You know, yeah, it was out of nowhere, right?
3: And he's the last person you would expect to just drop off, and it's like, man, it's too early for MCU people to start dying. It's like fucking Babylon 5 all over again. Yeah, right. man. Holy yeah. shit. Man. You know, yeah. he just had such a, a bright future ahead of him, but he still managed to accomplish so much with the time that he did have, and it's crazy to think about stuff like, you know, you're saying about he's visiting these kids with cancer, even though he's suffering from it himself. And that uh, nobody knew. No, Nobody uh, from Marvel so knew. So some worse. Um, you know, it was just a very tight-knit secret. And it, um, you know, the man really showed his dedication to his craft. Just like you read about things like how he went through all this work trying to determine what a real... Uh, what of accent would sound like of having an accent that isn't American sounding, that isn't British sounding, to properly demonstrate a country that was never colonialized. Right. It's like, yeah. that's someone who cares about what they're yeah. doing. They're not just trying to, you know, get a freaking paycheck and, and just uh, phone it in. Yeah, like man. Never ever accuse him of phoning it in, especially doing these physically. Demanding movies while his body's being ravaged by cancer.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, there was a funny thing he said. Um, he said uh, they were thinking about uh, giving him kind of an English accent, or uh, um, I guess people at Marvel were thinking that. And he said, How do you think that would sound for a guy from Africa to be speaking with an <laughs> English <laughs> an english yeah. accent for the characters like no nah, he had to he worked with uh he worked with um a dial a dialect coach to get the to nail yeah. that accent man and uh god bless him for it because they set the tone for everybody else all the other actors in the movie you know they worked on their game and he, he 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 high tide raises all boats and that's exactly what he um what he did and uh it just goes to show uh how quick this life is man there's a really good phrase uh that i i've i've, I've come across recently and it's uh Uh, Give me my flowers while I still smell them. And I don't think we do that enough. I don't think we uh, let people that we really appreciate know exactly how much we appreciate them. So if you can, man, take the time to do that to someone who's uh, important in your life because uh, you never know when it can go, man. And uh, that is a... That's that's just... This is a, a stirring reminder of that.
2: Well, I think the other thing, and I'll just say this in closing, I think it's one of those situations where sometimes... With people that are celebrities we sometimes think that they should do more and that we realize that we find out after the fact that they did do more but the reason why they did that was because they never wanted to be about them um i think we got to give people that because this is i mean with him and i mean this whole thing with like kobe earlier in the year it was the same thing i mean these were two people that were so dedicated to their craft that they did whatever and then Mm -hmm. they we're so selfish, selfless, to go and and meet with kids and their families when they're dying. I mean, that's and there's not many people that would do that. And um, you know, that, that's that's the thing we got to kind of do. But um, so yeah, Wakanda forever, man. So
1: Wakanda forever, man. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Even Lewis Hamilton did it. When he won Spa this week, yes. this Sunday, he uh, got up and he did Wakanda forever. So Le-
1: LeBron and members of the NBA did it. And Cats uh, yeah. Kat, in Major League Soccer in the States did it. Um, yeah, there's been a lot. There's a big showing. There's been a big showing. So. And it's, it's it's cool to see, man. It really is. Well,
2: back to some more uplifting news. The first story we have is from Rodimus76. It's some robo-apocalypse news. So that, you know, is, that, is that really better? No. No. Um, <laughs> He's got a link here from BusinessInsider.com. It looks like a U.S. Air Force F-16 pilot just battled AI in five simulated dogfights, and guess who won? Oh shit!
1: No way! The human? Guess who won? No, the machine (laughs) emerged victorious.
2: No, damn it! I I guess this. uh, I guess this This pilot was it.
3: Stealth X Nine.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I guess this I guess the pilot they chose was not Colonel Colonel Kushrenada because he would have just sat there with his long hunting rifle and shot them all out of the sky. So, yeah, it's going to be bad. Silbro's is going to be part of it because he'll let them in. So,
1: Willie, now, yo, I'm a little yeah, freaked out. I'm a little freaked out with the oh, with, with the ambassador. Oh, dude, you're coming, between you're, you're coming to this side, brother. Oh, okay, brother, between this and Elon Musk's uh, Neuralink shit, man, we, we about to step up the oh, Macross no. plus territory by next don't week. Don't worry, don't worry. That's, a, that's,
2: a, that's <laughs> a Ponzi. That's a Ponzi scheme. You think so? Um, yeah. God. Dude. Yeah. The, don't believe in the cult of Elon. Um, oh, man. you. Uh, so yeah, many just, do just, though. So many no, do. Just, just, just go to the actual Tesla owner spot uh, forums to see how great quality those cars are. So oh, that's all I'll say on that one. Oh, the next one here comes from Philly Gundam fan, and he must have known that Chris was coming. Chris, I mm-hmm. know you know about this, and I know you have a tear in your eye because it seems that the greatest Mobile Suit Gundam story of all time mobile suit gundam crossbone is going to be coming to a conclusion yes after 26 years the greatest story in the entire <laughs> gundam franchise um is going to be concluded in this year's october issue of katakawa's monthly gundam ace and uh, I, I guess chris he knew you were going to be here how do you feel about this I mean, uh, is, by, is everybody in MHQ? The whole MHQ staff are they in mourning or or what?
3: My I mean, my comment to Crossbone is, don't let the door hit your ass on the way. <laughs> <laughs> alternately, by Felicia. Yeah it
2: um, it began uh, Crossbone uh, Gundam Crossbone began in 1994 um it was then kind of repackaged as um uh Gundam Crossbone Dust and Monthly Gundam Ace in 2016 and it's been like their longest running installment so um they just they uh you know so yeah yeah can't wait for that uh can't wait for that anime or ova man so uh thank you everybody
1: yeah. So. <laughs> you know, the chat is going in. Fred says, "Don't, worry they'll replace it with a million core as a million a million core a stray spinoffs." And then oh yeah, Yazi there's says,
2: still, "There's still plenty of a stray <laughs> to do."
1: Yeah, Pl- plenty of strays left to go. Um, Yazi says, "Buried in a lot of salt after cremating it, and uh, soon to be theatrical franchise Crossbone Pirates of Sol." Shout out to Rob Adler for that. And yeah, man, uh I, I don't think this is the last we're gonna see it. Matter of fact, I'll say this. In the next five years we'll probably see an animated series. I'm just gonna I'm gonna put that on the table. I just I, I think it might happen. Oh, I am not, so not I'm we're not I'm not asking it for it. I'm not asking for it, but I, I have a feeling that we may see it. Um <laughs> Is this uh is this, is this, Chris, you think this falls in line with that's Saji Crossbone.
2: He's ah, going to be doing something. Awesome. Or S- Saji Crossroad. There you go. That was, that was, that was a Freudian.
1: <laughs> Freudian slip as hell.
3: Wow. You know, he's, he's coming on up. It's the, you got to uh, watch
1: that guy. He's season two. That's
2: the man right there. I'm just telling you, man. It's, <laughs> something's going to happen. Holy crap.
1: Yo, 13 years of this shit. <laughs>
2: Hey, sometimes we reap what we sow, man. I mean, we do, we do. We I, don't. I will
3: say, like in in all seriousness, uh, I am a big fan of you know the the second Universal Century. I really, really love the F ninety one era mm-hmm, and all mm-hmm. the stuff around it, like F ninety and Silhouette formula and not Crossbone. Um, so if anything, I would. Love to see if they're going to really do this UC Next 100 as an ongoing um, branding exercise. I would much rather see an adaptation of F-90 or Silhouette or even a full-scale redo of F-91 before I would ever, ever want to see some shitty-ass space pirates.
2: Oh, he's back, folks. He's back thank you and you know what i actually agree with you because i i I think i think uh silhouette i've read silhouette uh f91 you can see you can see what tamino wanted to do like the world that he wanted to explore and i um yeah I, i think you know sometimes you gotta you gotta move on so but um yeah so bro anything no, I, I I didn't. Besides, realize it. in five years there will be a Gundam Crossbone show or OVA or movie or something <laughs> like
1: that. I, I didn't realize there was like a a, a new uh, Crossbone series going on. Uh, I guess a uh, uh, Crossbone uh, Gundam Dust um, that's been going on since twenty sixteen. So it, it looks like we have another uh, manga to review sometime in the future. Then uh, yeah, sounds yeah. like a, yeah, it. Yeah, damn, like you reading.
3: Nobody's <laughs> translating it though. Oh, well, then uh, I guess I gotta hold that. <laughs> uh.
1: You
3: know, speaking of reviews, I did finally, uh, while we're on the subject, get around in these last few months during the corona of reviewing more manga. So I actually did finish off reviewing the original Crossbone series.
2: Yeah, what'd you think?
3: You know, I gave it a, a fair shake because it's the only decent one. And it is, of course, obviously the only one that Tamino actually wrote. -hmm. Right? So, you know, you can go read those reviews. Uh, I'm not going to be touching any of this crap that Hasegawa did on his own because he sucks.
1: Damn. (laughs) Well, hey, uh, at least you finished the original series, so that's cool. And uh, MHQ.net, guys, if you want to find those reviews, make sure to go there and uh, check out all the reviews that we have on that website, as well as all the other features. And uh, thank you very much for doing so. That's where the magic happens, guys. Make sure to check yeah. it out.
2: And our, our our last one here comes from Brodimus76. And uh, Silber, I'm, I'm wondering, uh, would your lovely wife do this? It looks like a woman rescued her uh, husband's Gundam collection in a raft With her dog in a China flood. So uh, he gave us a link here. uh,
4: What?
2: Yeah. um, It looks like uh, to geek culture. And it looks like uh, this woman. uh, She realized it was a couple of young doll. Choqing China. There was a massive flood. It was one of the biggest ones since 1981. Which is um, probably what around the time that the Mobile Suit Gundam movie trilogy was showing. Um, <laughs> many of them got ravaged, and uh, I guess a woman uh went in to back to her house when the city was half submerged to save her husband's mobile suit Gundam collection. So <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. And although, yeah, God, there's, a, mean, there's pictures here of showing all of his Gunpla <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wow, it sucks uh, that they got ravaged by that flood, man. I hope they're able to rebuild. But that, that, that's yeah. that, that's 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 kooky. But at the same time, I mean, if there's nothing else to save ahead of that, that was of more importance. Then oh
2: was- wow, she's got the looks like a perfect grade of the Seven Swords Double O Gundam. No, no <laughs> so yeah, I'd probably go back for that too. <laughs> Holy crap!
1: Probably waiting to be built.
2: <laughs> even even though in some ways Bandai likes this message, but they don't like it because they're like. Well, if they lose it, they have to replace it. So, um,
1: <laughs> we missed out on that, do that think, revenue site. They think
2: caused the flood. <laughs> 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 so, uh, thank you, everybody, for your submissions. And if oh, you have any. No. Annie... Oh, you, you got breaking news? I'm sorry. I, I, I I'm got sorry. some news
1: over here. Uh, it looks like. Uh, who originally? else died? I'm checking here. Um, okay, here we don't, go.
2: Don't right. tell me Larry King died.
1: No, thank God, no. Uh,
2: <laughs> not yet. Jesus oh Christ. man, that's a whole episode. Um, uh, yeah, but
1: man. his uh, his kids died.
3: Yeah, oh. I saw that. Like, yeah. Oh,
1: wow, that's unfortunate. I didn't even know. Uh, looks like they're revealing package uh, the package for um, uh, Gundam NT. Uh, shout outs to the cat Ooh. or the black cat over on Twitter, but they're revealing the Blu-ray package. Uh, for that, oh. the release date for it is going to be the sixth of October. So you still have time to pre-order your copy. A shout out to Nozomi Entertainment for uh, for releasing this movie on Blu-ray. Uh, you know, whatever you might think about this movie, uh, it's uh, it, it it does have a fan base. So uh, I I I don't hate the movie at all. I, I think it's uh, pretty interesting. Well, I, think, it's I, got think, issues, I think but.
2: I think if I really could really think about it, Nozomi Entertainment would be good if they sent me a free copy. Hey hey. So maybe I, I might have some, some different things to say about it.
1: Oh, so. now, look at you. Yeah.
3: N- Nozomi has never sent me anything for free, so I'm gonna- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
2: Jesus Christ, right? So.
3: Yeah, get in fucking line, buddy.
2: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm behind you. <laughs> it's amazing. Why is this thing so bad? Is Dennis around? Jesus <laughs> But uh, was like those like stale whiskey and pretzels. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man! But uh that's pretty much uh, that's that's, that's all the breaking news now. you have. That's all the breaking I, news for the can moment. Can I close out my segment? <laughs> you sure can. Go for it, sir. <laughs> Thank you, Sobro. All right, and
2: if you have any news, you can always submit it to the Neos Listener Submit News article thread in the Gundam section of the Mecha Talk forum. And with that, we are gonna be—I guess—we're gonna do kind of like a weird hybrid thing. Um, I think episodes one through eighteen we did without Chris, and um, we've—he's watched all all the way through. We're gonna talk about episodes nineteen through twenty-six, not nineteen through twenty-five, like Sobro has on.
1: YouTube.
2: <laughs> i fixed that damn it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh there it is okay there you I, go refreshed i refreshed, I refreshed. Well, to um, speed. but um i don't know how you want to do this chris do you want to do a quick synopsis i i i i can feel by some of the things that you said earlier you <laughs> you, you, you feel a good you feel a little bit of the podcast juice is coming back i i don't know if you want to go into it we you know, like I said, we uh, went from 19 on um, because those were the that's where it stopped with COVID. So, um,
3: yeah, I'll. Do you want
2: to uh, go ahead and do that for a, King of Braves Gundam Re Rise <laughs> uh, Endgame? Wait, is that not the real name?
3: I'll uh, I'll give it a spin. Uh, I'm not gonna do it episode by episode. No, oh definitely. god, no. He,
2: Please no, we go. stopped that. Eight, we stopped that eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Episode forty-two.
3: <laughs> so, uh, basically, we're picking up um, where we left off with the, the the COVID interruption. So, quite briefly, we finally get the backstory of Hiroto and Eve, and you find out that she actually was an L diver who even predated Sarah. And that she um, was absorbing all of these glitches of Sarah's to keep Sarah alive. And this, unfortunately, um, led to her asking Hiroto quite dramatically to um, erase her. And uh, that had a tragic outcome. So, you know, him having told this story to the rest of the team, he finally kind of... uh, gets over that grief and feels that he can move forward. And that brings us to the task at hand, which is twofold to rescue Masaki and to take down Alus. So they put together their plan and they go to attack um, Masaki and save him. But then, of course, Alus has to complicate it by introducing a bunch of... uh, you know, Gundam knockoffs. In this case, one of the new that is quite fittingly called the Fake New, and the <laughs> hilariously named Dubious Arch. Dubious oh Arch. God. Wow. Yeah, summarizes. They, they're really good at picking those names, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so they think.
1: <laughs> it's,
2: it's, it's COVID, man. It's COVID. Yeah. Just just it so, on that.
3: We get a heated battle, but they finally do uh, defeat the Seltzum, and they rescue Masaki. and then his consciousness is able to go back to his body on Earth, and he wakes up, and thus .hack sign ends. I mean, build divers. You guys. <laughs> um, and then with him taken care of, now they got to fight out. But to prepare for that, they decide to um, do a rehearsal battle. Unbeknownst to them, because Maggie shared Kazumi's videos on his Gunstagram, they've become overnight sensations and have racked up tens of millions of views. So everybody wants to participate in this battle, which uh, basically is every named diver you could think of from the previous series. Oh, yeah. Including the original build divers.
2: Except for Reiji and Sei, right? I didn't see them.
3: No, well, no, was- for... Build Divers. Oh, Build, build divers. divers. Yeah, they that's right. Sorry. Members.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I forgot about that.
3: Um, so we get all of these different divers showing up. They do uh, a rerun of the Lotus Challenge, but with the twist of if even one of the new Build Divers gets taken down, they have to start all over, and it ends up taking them 40 tries to do so. But they and... finally do it with a secret move that you don't see. And then that takes us to the final battle against Aulus. So we see that they get up into space with the Neptate Gundam, which is uh, inspired by the Stargazer. And they're taking him on. And uh, in a very Super Robot Wars move, they do a big old planet system combination of all of their mecha into the re-rising Gundam and do a big old attack to destroy the satellite cannon. And they do get some backup from uh, Masaki and Kuodorn. but then Alus concludes if the people of the Gunpla are going to keep interfering with him, then he has to go destroy them. So he decides to uh, hop through a little portal into GBN, but ends up walking right into a trap and finds a bunch of people waiting for him, which brings a series finale, where all of the assembled forces in GBN fight Alus and all of his knockoff mobile suits and finally destroy him, which eventually results in um, the birth of a new Eldiver. And we learn that um, the ancients of Eldora, as suspected, ended up inside GBN. And this is what made it possible for L-Divers to exist in the first place. Yeah. And then, you know, everybody was happy, and that's the end.
2: So do you think this some subliminally, this is Sunrise saying that you need to get official Gunpla because you won't win in the Gunpla battle with knockoff Gunpla? Is, is that what they were, is that yeah, the, they were telling us? That?
3: Do, do not purchase Bendy kits because... <laughs> <laughs> You will not win with bendy hits. That is the clear message of this entire series.
2: So I guess, um, I mean, everybody heard me and Soul on the first, like, 18 episodes. Um, I guess go ahead, Chris. Just maybe hit us some with some uh, things that you really were uh, liked as, as a series as a whole. Um,
3: so I guess I'll take a step back because um, I wasn't with you guys on mm-hmm. the original Build Divers. That's right, yeah.
2: That's right, yeah. That's
3: so I was not a fan of the original, Bill Divers. You know, oh, thought they incredibly bland in every respect, even down to the mecha design not being so inspiring. Which was a shock, considering that you had so much great talent from previous series working on it. You know, I just could not stand Riku and his friends, and uh, you know, they just were such Mary Sue's, Riku especially, of like someone who just is not very talented or skilled, but just has everything coming to them so easily. And all of the top players want to be friends with him. And it's like, oh, my God, this is just like abysmally bad. And their understanding of how MMOs work uh, was also pretty lacking. And it just felt like there were no, no stakes at all
1: yeah
3: by the end of the series you know i thought to myself man what does it say that even though he was a douche i find myself identifying with sukasa that there's no stakes in gbn and gbn is a fake world that has no meaning (laughs) um so yeah i went into re-rise with very low expectations but i kept a bit of an open mind because i knew that it was at least not the same writer and you know the main writer on *Bill Divers* worked on *Age*, which kind of told you everything.
1: Mm-hmm. That, does say, that does say a lot. <laughs> yeah.
3: You know the the beginning of the series was a little slow because um, at the start you had Kazami and Parvis being such dead weight on the team because they just sucked, and it took a good amount of time for them to both get over that. And mm-hmm. Kazami was especially annoying because. If you are a longtime gamer, you have encountered a thousand Kazamis offline and online. Oh yes, oh, yeah. these guys who are just talking shit like they got so much game, but they're fucking scrubs. <laughs> We've all encountered those people, which just made him like even more insufferable and annoying. I think because it just triggered. Like every bad memory I have of running into one of these assholes Mm
4: -hmm.
3: and just being very annoyed with him. But eventually, once um, him and Parviz worked out their shit and the team started to kind of become a bit more cohesive, then it picked up. And of course, the big shocking surprise, the Ender's Game twist in the middle that it's actually all been real this whole time and they find it out in the worst way possible. Um, I think the second season got off to a little bit of a rough start because it was sort of like a fake clip show in a sense. Because even though it was all new animation telling this story about Freddy from before episode one, it didn't show us anything we didn't already know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was kind of pointless and it kind of killed the momentum of starting the the season off.
4: Yeah,
3: and then episodes later, unfortunately, we had to stop. Because of covid which of course was unavoidable but um i think overall it was a solid show and to kind of give you um the the math behind it my review average overall for the original build divers was 2.8 and my average for re-rise was 3.4
1: wow wow good shit yeah
3: so I'll, I'll have I have more thoughts, but I'll turn it over to.
1: Uh, let's
2: people. let's let's go let's go to Soul Bro. Everybody knows what we thought about episodes, one through eighteen. Um, yeah. Just go into this these last couple episodes, maybe the series as a whole. Not i yeah. all cap it off.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh. Just uh, getting back into the series, it uh, was nice to actually uh return to the show uh when episode nineteen began because it gave us a uh, look back in time. Uh, and I thought that that uh, it, it, I love it when series do this, where you kind of get a uh, you kind of get a pilot episode in the middle of its run, which is what this recap felt like when we were uh, learning more about um, Eve and what her story was, and Hiroto and uh, how he uh, came into uh, being in uh, GBN and um, and and getting to see uh, an actual traditional gunpla battle, because I guess they were phasing that out and. Um, him fighting that one guy at the um, at the Gundam base, which, of course, is an allegory to white base, which is awesome, uh, which is cool because you always see cameos from different uh, um, characters from Mobile Suit Gundam in the place, which is fantastic. That episode in particular had uh, Kai and Hayato in that one, so that was cool. But um, it was cool. You saw the transition from that into GBN, and then Hiroto trying to uh, get accustomed to uh, how things work there, and then, of course, he meets Eve, and you get that whole sad story, and it's like, man, this is this is definitely this is heavy stuff, man. But the the show kind of already set the tone for that from the from the get go. Um, I didn't really appreciate Hodoto's character until the second second half of the season, where you you finally uh you you get more um you get more def more definition to his character and find out what he's more about. And I'm glad the series finally unfolds the mystery behind him. Um, i love this character man he kind of reminds me of what shin oscar would be if if really well written <laughs> you know uh because there's, there's a lot of, a lot of inspiration from other gundam series in this one and with his character i see a lot of garrett Rand in him and i see a whole lot of shin oscar in him and uh you know it, to, to see that he was uh he was actually on the enemy side uh at the climax of the uh original build Diver city to, c- series just to see the uh that from his perspective in that in the, in the moment of that last battle was very interesting and uh it makes me it made me want to go back and watch all the build divers which i know most of you guys would not suggest but um just the fact that this series ties in so heavily to that um it gives the gives that original series a little bit of more value than before if you just want to know who these characters are that end up showing in the last final frame in the series and, uh and 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 get reminded of what the backstory of that is and how it ties into this and how Eve's, Eve's sacrifice actually contributed to uh Sarah's um Sarah's uh Sarah being able to be a, an L diver and uh, and and sustain her form. so um that was that was nice to see how that all tied in and I gotta give this series a, a big a big thumbs up on the writing it, it it's improved leaps and bounds from the original Bill Diver series man I, if I was to, uh, put this in uh, my ranking of uh, the, of the build series in in general. I would put this probably second uh, to Build Fighters. Just 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 on the momentum of uh, how the story progressed and the development of the characters, and you, you felt like there was uh, the series was going somewhere, and and the fact that there was stakes, which is the big thing yeah. about the show. As Chris mentioned, stakes all throughout the series. Lives are on are, are are at risk. Characters actually die. You know, um, it's the first Build Fire series. with that is actually um, actually a, a thing, which is uh, which was interesting for the show, and I'm glad it took that turn and it carried that uh, that momentum going all the way through to the end. Um, overall, man, uh, I I love the development of the characters. They took character archetypes, uh, typical archetypes of characters that you normally see in in series like this, and spun them on their head, like with Hudoto and um all the other characters chris mentioned that he never like didn't like Kazumi me all that much uh, until he decided until he turned around and yeah he was he was the typical meathead but then he uh he he found his purpose and uh may was, yeah, it was uh the tank he yeah, was the tank it was the tank well, at
2: these last couple episodes he was the tank for the crew yeah
1: Just take all <laughs> the punishment. From- he, he he knew he, fi- he figured out his role. He, instead of trying to be yeah. the hot dog in, f- in front of everything, he he had to be an impact player, a team player, which uh, is a lesson that he learned, and uh, he ended up uh, fitting in nicely. May uh, you would figure her to be like the cold, distant tsundere character, and then you find out what her backstory is and how she develops, and you know she gets a, the Pinocchio gets emotions in the in the end. It's like she, she she had that data arc um in this series which was uh which was uh, awesome to see uh and of course parvis is a nice very solid tie to the original series because parvis is uh, of course the brother of um of uh Shari- Sha- shariar i forget uh his alternate name in the series but um it was cool to see that there was an actual relative of one of the characters in the original Build Diver series in this one uh and uh to see how he just evolved into uh from being a milk toast person into uh, an essential part of the team and uh kind of the uh support guy for everything that was going on uh some people still hate Freddie I love Fred Fred is the best the little guy he he talks some sense into uh the big bad and uh helped him to, to, Who, who's, to say,
3: who's saying this stuff because Freddie is precious and must be protected right man Freddie is my my dude yeah, he's man.
2: so he's so good-hearted like Yo. I think that's uh, I think he and and I like that the fact that you have a character like that that is so pure from the beginning Mm -hmm. and he just stays pure and he's like he's like the ultimate cheerleader. Yeah, and and I think that that's you know because that's that's the problem that you have in the Gundam shows sometimes is you have these people they all of a sudden they get really jaded and all this other stuff but no he just completely believed he always. Thought that the build divers could do it. He didn't even care the fact that they weren't even the real build divers when he found out. So yeah. it's like, you know, yeah, I, I I don't get why you would hate on Freddie. Why? Because he has <laughs> a squeaky little voice and he's like a little bear guy. I mean, that's what makes him. I mean, come on. He's,
1: he's a sweetheart. Made, man That's what makes him adorable. I yeah, mean, he, he's a sweetheart man, and uh, I, I I always like this character. He's he you people should burn in hell. He, he, fits, <laughs> <taking your sales. laughs> he fits the archetype of the mascot character, but he, he served a purpose, too. He wasn't useless. And uh, he hoped to bring them there in the first place. So, shoutouts to him. Uh, him and his family and his, his village and everybody uh, on that planet. Um, uh, We got uh, finally got to see more of Masaki in this, and His character was really cool. Um, You know, just uh, why why
2: why was Masaki like he was so weak? He gets out of coma. Spoiler Uh alert.
4: Of course, Um, and then he like
2: (laughs) goes on his bike, which is like a super, like almost like a super hyper bike. Uh And then he like has feigning spells after. him, like. Why, why would you let him go on the bike if he's having so many fainting
1: spells? <laughs> I, I, don't think, I don't think anybody let him. <laughs> Not initially, like, anyway. Like, his his system freaked this? out when he snuck out the dude? first time. He's <laughs> charged him. but um, <laughs> I think he snuck out, at least initially, anyway. Well, fun facts,
2: Solbro. Uh-huh. I'm sure Chris knows this, but Solbro, do you know it? Who was, one of, the, who was one of the directors of episode 20, 25? The king of braves episode was it obari no
1: uh think uh, of think of an um a
2: more recent gundam show in the 2000s
1: uh well double o um damn I'm, I'm blanking uh directed chris you know right no i i do not
2: oh yeah you guys didn't know this yeah i cool. found this out who who directed Bakuda. Fukuda? The, the the creator of Gundam Seed, one of the directors Shut up. of Gundam no Seed, way. one of the directors of episode 25,
1: yeah. Yo, no way, man. Where were the flashbacks, man.
2: <laughs> well, that that's why he was one of the directors. There were two directors. Man. so <laughs> he, he, he did he did the fight scenes I take it and the other guy said I will do everything except flashbacks yeah when so, he's not
1: when he's not reusing animation he's a very good um yeah he's a man, very good he, uh, director and architect architect for uh action scenes for in gundam yeah I, I thought so, that i
2: thought that was pretty interesting i I found that out when I was watching on GundamInfo.com, and um, I saw in the things and somebody was like yeah all you haters out there uh you know Bakuda did this.
1: The guy that did Seed, I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, so <man>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's man. dope, man. It's good, yeah. man. I, I, it he directed the episode of the series, and uh, that's fantastic. I, I hope he uh, bounces back and does a series that uh, I enjoy again. So, who knows? Where, where's uh,
2: my Where's my Bill Divers episode of directed by Tamino? It'll yeah. go completely so, off the rails.
3: How but, How would uh, anyone have known he did it when there's One, no flashbacks, but two, also no batteries. Oh, (laughs) damn. (laughs) Like
2: I said, there was two directors on this episode.
3: (laughs) Look, I'm not saying that he's the shill for the battery industry, but, you know, I'm just saying.
1: My man man loves his Duracell, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. They
2: kept kept him on a fine trajectory on this. It's like, all right, we're going to bring you back into directing, but you're only going to get, like, Eight minutes and you can do no flashbacks and no batteries. Yeah, shit. Yeah. As Yazi says, bringing uh, me, you're yeah. bringing me back to my college days. Damn you! <laughs> as, you <laughs> you're as you're bringing me back to my cyber formula
1: days. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I was gonna say uh, Yazi points oh. out that he was a competent director before Seed Cyber oh, Formula yeah. Dendo. Man, yeah, he's he's, I'm he's, he's, got, he's got some classics his Not gonna say he wasn't ball,
2: competent in Seed either. I mean, yeah. there was yeah, he fell into something. Oh yeah, I I, I mean. I love me some cyber formula. I know Chris does too. Um,
3: yes. and yeah, and gear. Cyber.
2: Oh my God, cyber formula is some good stuff. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. That's what's but, up. Um,
1: but yeah, man. Uh, speaking of the fight scenes, they were very well choreographed. I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. uh, most of the fights in this this second uh, the the latter half, la- the latter part of this series, and uh, very well directed. The the drama was ramped up very nicely. Um, I hated the fact that. Uh, uh that that eve had to be sacrificed because she's such an adorable character um oh, but you know but but she she ended up uh, helping them in the end so i thought that was really nice uh and um the resolution was solid man i i i enjoyed all these episodes from start to finish um and uh i thought it was it's it's one of the better gundam series i've seen in the last couple of years it's a great way to uh to to start the uh, 2020 off with the gundam series that ends strong so uh Thank you very much, Sunrise. Especially given given the circumstances you had to work under uh, with this and um, with the major changes happening to the animation industry, it, it's one of the one of the biggest things I've come to notice is that uh, animation is super um, it's getting a, a big push nowadays because it's one of the forms of entertainment you can actually produce given the the state of the world right now. So um i just i look forward to more animation once uh, a lot of the industry finally transitions to uh people working in the virtual space and uh, a lot of that had to be done with this series so uh props everybody for uh, overcoming adversity in order to get this show yeah and
2: and and if you're netflix you like getting um you know non-union workers so that's that's what they they like about the covid and the animation industry too yeah
1: that's that's not there you go People need to get paid properly, especially for animation, which is very, ah, come on, man. very That's involved. Yeah, I, I know. Which is that what sucks. Are you about? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> awesome. But yeah, I'll 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 leave it up to you guys. I'll turn the mic back over to you guys. But yeah, I I really enjoyed how this series played out.
2: Yeah, I, I got to say, um, I'm not going to expand too much on what Chris and has said, but yeah, it, it was weird. I mean, with the whole COVID thing, you get started back up, and you're you're. Because, I mean, to be honest with you, Silbra, it was kind of up in the air when it stopped. It, I, th- I think we remember we even did a, a story about it, and it was still kind of up in the air if they were going to finish it out by the end of the year. Yeah. Um, and when they started getting back into it, I was like, oh, shit, like, um, I'm getting the things on my YouTube thing. I'm like, oh, there's new stuff on Gundam Info. I'm like, what? Uh, <laughs> Realize? I, I, okay i was like yeah. i didn't even think about it so i think a
1: lot of the mentality was oh we're going to be through this in a couple of weeks we don't really need to kind of migrate everything over to people working virtually and all that stuff and then when the reality of it settled in the animation industry in general had to make major moves in order to 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 relocate their workers to be able to continue to work on these shows and well i think yeah, the, i think I, the technology I, allows it at this point yeah too, absolutely so. but i'm sure yeah had to be provided new protocols had to be put in place you know all this stuff and and it just forced them to to have to do that across the board for all different animation studios so i know it's not convenient but at the same time you know we might be in this mess for a minute so um i'm just glad to see it's bounced back the way it has
2: well just like we talked about in our reviews of episodes one through 18 i mean the big reveal that You know, when they go to Elador, things are real. Like, you die, you die. This is not dying in the game. You don't respawn. You're like, you're done. Yeah. Um, You know, that, I think, and and making that reveal so early on, I mean, you you think about things, so like episode 17 or 18, when you kind of get that idea that this is what's going on. Um, I think that really made the tension, and it really made it work as even as you're going through the like these i mean even the even the the um the basically the upgrade battle that they did i think it was like what episode 24 where they're sitting there and they're they're doing the you know we're gonna fight through we're gonna try to go to space and they're they're going against all the gbn i mean in some ways i felt i was like i hope that none of them die even though they did i'm like you know but it's like if they don't make this this is this is catastrophic so um it, i i thought that that was a really cool thing and it, and it always brought me back to that old show in the early 2000s of dot hack sign where i mean that's uh, kind of the same thing you have a multi massively multiplayer online game where people are like you know masaki's going into a coma nobody knows why the last thing he did was play this game and it's like oh my god so and then and then you get this 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 up you know this this ramping it up where, like, well you know now these players in this place called Elidor and you're thinking it's going to go bad and you know now it finds out that if they die they actually die in real life and um, I, I do I I think like you guys said um, they kind of smashed a lot of the um, Gundam character. Uh, types in this. They expanded a little bit more on the character development. I never felt in any way that the episodes were rushed. Um I I enjoyed the fact that they in some of the episodes we get the opening and closing and some of them they just kinda do the credits while they're while it's happening. I think that's a smart move. I think more shows need to do that. We don't always have to see the the clear and, and you know the um, you can play the song in the background, but we don't always need the opening and the ending. If if there's a way of kind of forcing more content in there um, and and taking advantage of, I, I, I felt that that was a, that was a good thing. Um, and yeah, oh my gosh, um, you know, um, episode twenty five basically ended up becoming like a brave show. I mean, we were all getting flashbacks when they're when they're combining and they're re rising. And you're just like, oh my god, what? What? I mean, I felt like I needed to go get like Captain Crunch and sit there and rewatch that episode because <laughs> I felt like I was like ten again. So, um, you know, and then, in um, the last episode, I mean, you know, it's, it's it's brought there. We find out some of the things with the GBN. We find out that some of this some of this stuff kind of happened when they were trying to bring it along. Um, and uh just kind of the development from there so um it's yeah i think you're right outside of the original bill fighters this is probably the best show of this type of build um of kind of the alternate universe there so um anything you guys didn't like uh anything you guys didn't like in his last batch of episodes or in the show as a
1: whole well what what was chris what was chris's uh positive thoughts (laughs) It's, oh, he did it earlier actually yeah. well, he, t- he talked about he talked about uh, re- uh, building up to episode 19, but I don't think he's let us know oh. about the, uh, yeah, well, uh, the rest of the series. Well, first, we, I'll, complain. We... I'll
3: complain because you know that's what I do.
1: <laughs> yes, okay.
3: So I did not like in the last three episodes that for all of the returning characters, mm-hmm. they totally cheaped out and did not design any new mecha for them. Yeah, oh, man. And it's been it's been two years since the first series, and you're telling me that all mm. of these people are using the exact same gunpla, and they have no. not improved at all. And like Riku is just using a recolored version of the 00 O Sky with some new cannon. It's like that's it.
1: Yeah, I would figure that Riku would have had like a, at least a new suit, just to uh, just just to have some swag. So they have an excuse like, to sell a new model. Of some kind, but. you
3: might say, "Oh, but wait, Kyoya had the Triage Magnum." And then mm-hmm. I would say to you, "Oh, but wait, it's literally just a recolor of the Triage Gundam from yeah. the digital card game that that was promoting. It's the exact same design, just in his color scheme."
2: Yeah, come, come on, man. Well, oh, oh, Chris, you're being too harsh, so... man. COVID.
3: <laughs> I mean, so yes, they did. They did give the the. The new astray, but other but it's like it's Koichi and Tsukasa. Like you're gonna tell me that everybody else, like Rommel, is using like the exact same stuff. No. And even Ogre, uh, he just put some new bazookas on his gunpla and they released uh, the GP Rays 2 as part of the re rise line and just added the extra parts to make the upgraded version.
2: Yeah, but come on man. Ra Raw had the he had the hidden thing. He was Captain Zeon. Yeah, he had, he had now, the other account. He had the burner account, man.
3: You know, uh it, it's good to know that uh, Rommel is the Crusader of Justice. Right? Uh, <laughs> you you don't you can't use Shohayami in the series twice and like you know, not have him be the same person. That's just too much of a coincidence.
1: Yeah. That was the big clue all along,
2: huh? <laughs> oh, that that was that was the that was the that was the worst kept secret, I think, throughout the whole thing.
3: <laughs> but you know, I, I looked it up because I was curious and unfortunately uh that joke doesn't carry over to the English version.
1: Yeah, true, it doesn't. Not at all. Uh, I guess
3: no one told them uh what was going on because Captain Theon and Rommel have different voice actors in English. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: wow. The, damn the, you, Riku. damn you, Japanese intern.
3: You know, I will. One, something else that I was thinking about was uh, Destiny, like Soulbro uh-huh. and you know the fight between Riku and Hiroto definitely reminded me of, of Shin and Kira, but obviously not bloodthirsty.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
3: And I was also thinking about Destiny in the sense that uh, Re Rise demonstrated how to properly bring back old characters and not have yeah. them overshadow the new ones.
1: Thank you, oh, thank yeah, you very definitely. much. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you know, and that is something that um, Destiny did obviously did not do well. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time talking about, and, and I have. Too many arguments with um, general hate about uh, about Destiny. <laughs> wow, is he still back in that show? I don't even want to know. Oh <laughs> my god! I've avoided Jeez. that subject oh. for years. Oh my brain!
2: <laughs> it's the it, it's still the funniest argument because I will still say that like first twelve to thirteen episodes of Destiny so much better than Seed. And then it just went completely goofy and I've never, I've never seen a situation where you get a redo and it actually made everything seem a little bit more within sense, but it was still a mess. (laughs) Let's not go down that road again, but you're right.
3: I, I like also on the positive side that, um, this series gave a more credible explanation for why a lot of stuff happened in the first series because, you know, the yeah, whole boy. idea of people's feelings of love for the gun plot turned into data and then the L-divers, like, that literally makes no sense whatsoever. Like, how, what? Like, that just is the most inane idea I have yeah, so, it, it's like this whole series was a patch
1: for the original Build Divers yeah. series. It's so it's to fill in or, all the bullshit from Build Divers. It it, it, it actually elevates it. It, it, and now that you know like all the backstory of that shit, it, it, it gives it more relevance, which is crazy. I'm, I'm sure well, that's not going to change people's well, opinions see, on that show. It in the last
2: episode when they when they when they applied the patch. Uh-huh. To the SD <laughs> <to the> S- <laughs> Gundam to, to fix the GBN that got damaged. It's like, yeah, yeah it basically was. It was it's a complete like, patch. So a, a visual representation yeah. of what this show, entire ser-
1: series did. <laughs>
2: it's Service Pack 4, you know?
3: You know, I would say, like, yes, if you have slogged your way through the original series, that Re Rise does retroactively make aspects of it better. But it also was written in a way that it stands on its own, so I would not like tell anyone to suffer through the original series Yeah, to, yeah. to um, re-rise, because another thing that re-rise does very differently is um, those two flashback episodes of Hiroto and Eve mm-hmm. tell so much more mm-hmm. of a compelling story than yes. everything with Sarah in the original series.
1: Yeah, it does. I would love to see an expanded OVA that goes more into what went on uh, during that time. Yeah, uh, then uh, I mean that that there's more story content there than I think in all of Bill Divers. To be quite honest with you, uh, <laughs> it's, just, it's just just well, more I mean, more gravitas with, with just that. Just the
2: fact of the ancients of Eldor Yeah, like I don't I, I don't know about you, but and I I sometimes hate going into that, but I'm like, wow, it's like, can we get at least like a little OVA or something about like what the hell happened with the ancients, like? Um, it, it was that interesting. Like, you know, add that.
1: Oh. Add that to the stack of uh of 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 OVAs we should get. Like the one on uh on 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 uh was it uh God um, I forget the name of the show now. God damn, Iron Blooded Orphans. The backstory uh, on that shit. That'll be an OVA. Series. Oh, the Hit Calamity that. War. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Thank you.
2: I, I, it's either well, an OVA it's just a whole series so yeah. instead of like like what ten, 10 minutes of one episode like late in the season. Indeed. So,
3: <laughs> by the way, uh, on the subject earlier of um, Rommel and um, Captain Zeon and, and voice actor coincidences, did you all ever pick up on the uh, connection between Kazami and Alus?
1: No, no. Yeah. What's that?
2: So,
3: Kazami's two suits are inspired by suits piloted by Athrun.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, Alex, Did you ever notice his voice sounding familiar?
2: He is Atherin yeah. Oh yeah.
3: shit! Yeah, he is. Wow.
2: Arthur. Okay, now that you bring it up,
3: that you know, is obviously made to sound more artificial, but that's that's Akira Ishida. That is
1: so dope, man. That that's so cool, man. Good shit. <laughs> it just goes to show how well thought out this show is, man. You know, down to the casting choices, man. It's so amazing. Good shit. Oh, Yazzie says he told me that during the game. He said, Yazzie, I'm sorry, I I I may have missed that from all the talking that was going on." <laughs> Alice is Alex Dino. Good shit, yo. There you go. Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah,
3: um, Alex Dino.
1: Alex Dino, man.
3: Not not, not that guy after Inzala. Yeah, who is
1: that? Guy? <laughs> who the hell is that guy?
3: <laughs> Which, while we're on the subject of voice actor jokes, still, uh, did you all catch any of the um, interviews from the Gundam Online Expo? No, no
1: I, didn't get the, I didn't catch any the interviews, no.
3: So uh, they interviewed uh, Toru Furuya, who obviously is most well known for playing Amaro. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He answered fan questions. And uh, someone asked him, hey, uh, what was it like to voice Ribbons in Double O? Mm-hmm. And he still is running with this joke of, oh, that wasn't me, it was this other guy.
1: Yes! <laughs> Keep it going, man. Take that shit to the grave.
3: Which I, I guess um, that's his version of uh, Kikuko Inoue, age 17.
1: Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's some other guy. Some guy that sounds like me.
3: Some <laughs> other guy who's coming to exactly like me and who has no other credits. <laughs> but, uh,
2: some non-union guy.
3: Yeah, some, some random scab. You'll keep the faith, my brothers.
2: <laughs> that's
1: hilarious. Yes! <laughs> keep, 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 keep brushing them off <laughs> just, you'll get no confirmation from him oh man
3: um, yeah I think just overall in, in every way uh, this series really improved on its predecessor in terms of the story the character element even the mecha design which again it's it was the same people working on both series but you know, something just didn't work out on the first one because uh, I didn't find any of the incarnations of the O Diver to be particularly uh, neat designs. Mm, yeah. uh, none of the other Bill Divers designs were that great. I mean, the Galbaldi rebake was kind of cool. That's it. Well, I
2: almost the, think that cool. the.
3: That was like a very short appearance.
2: I almost think with this one it, it it's, it's interesting that you say that cuz I kind of thought the same thing. I almost feel like they maybe in the first one they kind of like dictated to the anime what they were supposed to do and maybe maybe the maybe the animators of the anime kind of dictated more to the model creators of what they wanted. Like it definitely seemed in this one more like people would just kind of put stuff together like it kind of captured that whole thing of like okay you have this crazy game where you can just sit there and you can take parts of suits and all these other things and put them together and what would you do like what what's all the cool things that we would try to do and it seemed like there was it was a lot more open in this one and i mean
3: i don't know what the story is but obviously it was something yeah
2: it was something better yeah
3: same designers working on both series, and yet the result in Re Rise was so much better. I mean, I really dig as a concept um, the Core Gundam and the whole planet system. And uh,
2: I did too. I actually liked that.
3: Yeah, it, it worked. It just worked a lot better than the implementations of even stuff like uh, Strike and Impulse.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: You know, and it just looked like really, really good designs. And yeah. especially in any episode where Obari was animating any of the action.
1: yes, sir. Yeah, nice to see the guy didn't lose a step uh, transitioning to, to, to the new way they uh, have to produce these shows. So yeah, man, yeah, and the you core. Can see,
3: like early on in the series, that he was a fan of uh, Mark IV and gave that one some love when yeah. he showed up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the core was an amazing suit, man. I, I, I that, that's got to be. Uh, do you think they'll ever make a perfect grade of that? Or are they making a perfect grade of the core with, like, all the attachments? Because that shit must cost, like, a thousand. Well, they are
2: <laughs> ma- making... I know at the end of it, it was all the HGs and all, yeah. the, all
1: that stuff, so... If they um, if they ever make a perfect grade of that shit within the, in the box, you got all the different configurations that you can put. Man, that would be an amazing, S- amazing. So will buy it and have Jose build it, right? I have to get a loan to get. <laughs> I would. Get, I'm sure. Sure, show would love to build it, man. I'm sure show sure would love yeah. to build that shit. As long as it's not the Zeta, we're good to go. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um.
3: There's one other little Easter egg that I think we need to uh, mention. Did you all notice anything about the, the guy who gives uh, Momo a ride in the final episode? Huh.
2: No. Not offhand, no.
3: So, um... The mecha that he is flying is the Umi Tryon, which is one of the pieces of the Gundam Tryon 3. Oh! From...
1: Oh. oh. From, B- from Build Fighters Try yeah.
2: And...
3: Although they don't show the pilot, it's the same voice actor who played Minato Sakai. Stop.
1: Are you serious? Stop it. Wow. What? that's like some kind of a secret connection. Although it's probably nothing to really investigate much, but that would be- I
3: think it's just an Easter egg because these are clearly very different universes and they've never said that um, build fighters and build divers are connected. Despite uh, Gundam Wiki wanting it to be so,
2: yeah, I think I think people were speculating in the last episode where um, Masaki's on the back of the motorcycle that they think it's people thought it was the Majin Majin Kawaguchi that oh, was um, there's like there, there was all these things. like oh it's the Majin I'm like <laughs> okay, I, I don't know because I think it's like something he's wearing and I think he was wearing like kind of like a burgundy like. Kind of clothing and people are just like, oh man. So, yeah.
1: What about um? Did I miss it when you guys did? You guys talk about the uh, the appearance of uh, some of the characters from the mangas uh, that showed up in this, like Ark and Zen from Build Diver's Break and Rise from uh, Gundam Build Diver Rise. I didn't realize Mm
3: that.
1: Yeah, okay. uh, apparently I was looking over the list over on Wikipedia, and apparently there were some uh, there were some characters from the mangas that were spinoffs of the Build Divers uh, world that showed up in the in the big to do towards sense. the end. So that's really cool. That usually they just let that shit slide, and you don't get to see um, characters from the manga spinoffs, but they actually took the time to include them in this series. So man, that's a first, I think, because. Uh, you don't normally ever see that in, in Gundam series. It's usually its own. Yeah, it's well, connected, it, but not connected. But it's, it's always like ham fisted. Yeah.
3: In I'm going to fact you right now and tell you how you're wrong. Oh, go please tell me. Please tell me. Ark and Zen showed up in the first Bill Divers and were boys. Well, fix my face. Yeah. <laughs> and, they were, and, they, and they both had the same gun club.
1: There you go. There you go. That's what's up, man. Good shit. <laughs>
3: You would know if you looked at the mecha listings on mhq.
1: God damn it! I knew you were going to hit me with this. Damn you! <laughs> damn you! Sober, you ignorant slut! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, it's so- like he's—it's <laughs> like, he's <laughs> like he's never been gone, sober. No, no, it's man, like he's that, that. never been gone. Haven't missed a beat.
3: The two of them did show up, but you know, there's also in that final battle. While we're on this subject, some mm-hmm. fun cameos referring back to just even earlier in the series. Yeah. For instance, um, they show off in the same scene where you see the uh, the Gundam anima rise, um, the two dudes that Hiroto encountered in the very first episode.
2: Oh, yeah, they did.
3: Yeah. Nice. They're there in their Alex and GM Sniper 2. Uh, that same shot, you also see the three Gaza brothers from the Captain Xeon episode.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, man. Yo, all these yeah. jobbers getting some shine, man. <laughs> they, um, they, they spared nobody, man. People, everybody came back for this.
3: I didn't uh, go to check because I haven't picked up Bill Divers, but when they show these two dudes um, in these uh, age mecha, and they're both... Uh, Arabic dudes complaining about knockoff gumblah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the, were those the guys from the first Build Divers? Who yeah, need to be Shariar?
1: Yes, 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 yes yeah, indeed. they were. Because remember, I remember, the, I remember the, the the short fat guy. I remember when he yeah. showed up in the corner? I was like, Yo, mm-hmm. remember that guy from the first from the first Diver series?
3: Yeah, the, the guy that looks he, so like he, he, he should never
1: joking, be in a gumblah.
3: The guy yeah. who's joking about knockoffs, huh? That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, lots of um, lots of visual uh, cameos, and uh, if you want to read way more about this in detail of all of the build series, um, the website Gunpla One Hundred One. They have a weekly uh, deep dive by Thomas Nabel, who uh, goes into like all of these super obscure uh, designs, including way more obscure scuff from SD Gundam and other games. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would recommend reading those.
2: Yeah. Anything you guys didn't like? Um, I think I think we're all in agreement that the fact that they're able to kind of tie everything together, it does look like the um, the people doing this show did rewatch a lot of Endgame, so they they were able to kind of <laughs> give everybody equal, um, you know, people that you hadn't seen in, in episodes or even in series. So, anything you didn't like um, about I I would say the one of the
1: biggest things. Freddy. Like, <laughs> yes, Freddy. No. Silver uh, hates Freddy. Uh, uh, there's a lot that this series draws from that uh that I was reminded of uh, while watching it, especially as as things uh, uh ramped up towards the end. You know, I was reminded of Sword Art Online, and as you guys mentioned, Dot mm-hmm. uh, Hack Sign and also um ready player one and as you mentioned endgame you know all these things were you know there was like elements King of Rays, the King Braves of Rays, series. yeah it's it's they're definitely mismatch, and there's there's positives and negatives to that i think it combined these concepts and ideas well though so it's not that big of a drag i know some people hate sword art online but i like the first season i didn't watch any of the other incarnations but uh there was elements to uh Characters that I was reminded of in this, uh, especially with the main character in this show, uh, his uh, his character reminded me of the uh, what's his name, uh, the Beater or whatever the main character of that show. So Hiroto reminded me of him. So, but other than that, he becomes more of an evolved character and he becomes different from him. So and that that's that's the genius of the show. Reminds me of things that uh, you'd seen, but does it in a, in a in a in its own way. So thank goodness for that.
2: Chris, anything that.
3: Uh, nothing more to add to what we've already said.
2: Okay. No, 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 no negatives. No, no anything that stood out. Too bad. No. No. Nope. Okay. Yeah. Same here. I didn't have too much. Um, uh, I mean, these last couple episodes were just. E- even, I, I think, even like you guys said, the episode 19 kind of the recap episode done right so um but um if there's anything else i guess we can go to our ratings and uh chris so we'll just do ratings i know this episode's about 19 through 26 but we'll just do it through one through 26 what what are what would you rate if you had to rate like solbro would say if i had to do a rating (laughs) <laughs> what would I do as your rating for episodes 126, 1 through 26 of Gundam Build, Divers, Re-Rise, Endgame, King of Braves?
3: Well, uh, my overall average on MHQ was 3.4, but I'll uh, round that up to three and a half uh, alt accounts out of five.
1: Oh. oh,
2: Solbro.
3: Man,
1: uh <laughs> I uh, I I'll go, I'll go a little bit higher. I would give this because I just enjoyed it so so much. I'd give this an even uh the just the whole series as a whole uh, a 4. Uh let me see. 4 uh, uh Freddies that annoy most viewers out of 5. <laughs> oh, wow. 4
2: annoying Freddies. Oh man, out.
1: Freddy's the best though. That's my guy for real. Yeah.
2: Anybody that hates Freddy is they're they're almost as bad as people that don't like the Muppets. Um they should burn in hell. But uh,
4: yes.
1: yes. Yes. Muppet haters. haters? Oh, oh now you're talking.
4: Yeah, yeah. Now
1: now you're talking some shit.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I'm not a Muppet enthusiast. Let me just put that there. Um, Call me what you want. But anyway, uh so so that's that's uh that's your rating? No, 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 no! I didn't give
2: a rating. Oh, my bad. Uh, it's going to be four stalker accounts out of five. Because <laughs> like, I just felt with Rommel, it's like yeah. the Captain Zeon thing was like it started off as something like he was probably stalking his ex girlfriend or whatever, and it Maybe. became something bigger. It's like he <laughs> got in a fight one day uh, on somebody uh, on some on some thread, and just it became something bigger. So. um we, we all know it. We all know what it's about. So nice. Um, but guys, any anything else about Gundam Build Divers Re: Rise before we
1: um, end this? Well, um, if anything, uh, yeah, I, I I totally forgot to mention all the Patrick uh, call us our cameos. Uh, Yazzie brings that oh. to us in the chat. Uh, yeah, there was a ton in uh, in that show. And uh, or
2: or or what was it? Gun Gun strands am. Instead of uh, oh yeah, the of Transam Zam, <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. But um, are any are any of these suits
2: in Maxi Boost or anything like that? No, no DLC on this. It's all no? just it's all just ugly uh, Universal Century on this one.
1: <laughs> no, no, and, and uh, they haven't put anything from Build the Fighters. Build Fight, uh, sorry, from Build Divers yet. But there's some stuff from Build Fighters in Maxi Boost.
4: Oh,
1: okay, awesome. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Andreas—he's uh, been writing some nuggets in the chat. He said the white samurai Gundam with Son Goku head and Barbatus arms is the winner from the GBGW contest. So that made a cameo also mm. uh, in the in the major fights. So, but they thank you very much, Andreas. And, yeah, there was like uh, a one I that. think
2: in one. The, I think in the last episode there was um, they proudly displayed one of the posters. I think from the the Gunpla World Championship thing mm-hmm. in there too.
1: So. Chris, Chris, were you saying something? I, I might have interrupted you. I apologize.
3: No.
1: All right. Well, oh, shit. <laughs> but uh, right. I got some tweets real quick before we uh, wrap things up. Cool. Let's, Let's do see. some tweets. Oh, shit. All right. So, first one is uh, from Yazi here. Let's see. Oops. So let me get this up on the screen. There we go. Oh, my God. If this is not lock up first. Uh, he puts up a picture here of the Zoccarello. Oh, it'd be
2: gun damn, if there wasn't technical issues with in- bro.
1: Indeed. Nanami's Zoccarello powered armor was cute. Uh, he, he he admits, and unexpected, so yeah, that was uh, that was really dope that Zacharella was worth a damn in this, so thank, thank you to Yazzie for that, also um, he gave us another one here did you see that coming? if you look real closely, there was like a um, a video, I guess a, a, a monitor with uh, the trio of Captain Zeon uh, and um, let's see Captain Kazami and uh, Cap- uh, Patrick Colasar. I guess they're the triple C team <laughs> They, be, they became the impact players, man. So, uh, that's that's awesome. I uh, missed that completely when I'm watching the episode. So, uh, Yazi, thank you for pointing that out. And, uh, I believe... Oh, yeah, here we go. Um, this is the shit right here. This is uh, what we mentioned earlier with uh, Toru Furuya, um where he says uh, the guy who played Riz- Ribbon's Allmark in Mobile Suit Gundam 00 wasn't me. <laughs> it was a young actor who's exactly like me named uh, Noboru so get soon.. <laughs> <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> Keep that shit going, my man. I believe you. <laughs> I do. But uh, other than that, that is uh, that's it for the tweets and uh, thank you very much, Yazzi for um, uh, submitting those. I'm sorry if I missed anybody else's, They don't seem to be showing up. but um back to you, Neil.
2: All right, Chris, you got anything before we get out of here? Nope. How, how's it feel? Is this too much for you tonight? Do we need easy back in?
3: You know, it's it's like riding a bicycle. Mm. It's there
2: you go. There you go. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you everybody for joining us for this a review of episodes nineteen through twenty six, and also of the whole entire twenty six episodes of Gundam Rewise, Gundam Build Divers Re Rise. Um, we'll be back in a few weeks before we do that. Um, Soul are... We want to let them let the people know how they can contact us how they can complain about things of course
1: mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and well first off you can go to mahq.net and uh that is the uh the mecha and anime headquarters uh where the magic happens of course uh you can find reviews and uh also a lot of uh, information on your favorite mecha from all sorts of series throughout uh mecha anime um history the annals of history you can find at mahq.net uh check that out plus uh changes changes to come to the website as well. Uh also you can go to um mechatalk.net which is the forums for mhq.net and go there and join the conversation. Uh, a lot of great talk that's happening over there as well as on uh Facebook on the group uh one you can find us there and on Twitter we uh we can be followed at uh mhq uh, dot and Gundam at MHQ on Twitter. Uh please give us a follow there and uh, keep up on when we have new episodes uh, uh, going live as well. You can watch the episodes live over on twitch.tv slash level underscore nine and youtube.com slash GundamMAHQ. So uh, go there and subscribe to those channels so that way you can also get notifications when we uh, go live as well. And hey, hey, uh, tell me about that?
3: something before we go? Yeah, go for it. Uh, what what's up with the, uh, the audio episodes?
1: Audio episodes. I I have to sit down <laughs> and uh export them, man. Um, I just I have uh, You got time, man. It's COVID. I, oh, you wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't, you don't my, have to commute. My work has been killing me, but that's a sort of story for oh, another man. day, dude. Oh, you man. have no idea how much. How much work I've been doing on my job. I can't even write nowadays, which is pissing me off to no end. But uh, I'll, I'll save that conversation for later. I'll save it for when um, we go live this weekend for EX versus the Gundam Nation over on twitch.tv oh, slash fighters ready. Yeah, so if you guys want to know more about why I have got any audio episodes up, I'll tell you guys there. But uh, twitch.tv slash fighters ready. You can also watch <laughs> it live here on this channel on youtube.com slash Gundam you um, uh If you got Maxi Boost on, you want to join us by all means. It's an open room. You can come on in. Uh, we usually start streaming at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so it'd be this uh, this Saturday coming up, which of course is the 5th of September. So uh, tune in. Um, also uh, tomorrow, not tomorrow, but Friday on Fridays Ready, I'll be testing uh, Parsec and um, and. Uh, some other stuff, uh, emulators and whatnot, if you guys want to come out and help me test Parsec and see how well that runs, uh, that'll be over on Twitch.tv slash FightersReady. I already put the the feelers out on Twitter, so if you guys want to help me test that out and you got a decent PC, come on out, man. I'll be glad to, uh, to chop it up with you guys. But what if uh, I have a crappy PC? Well, I don't want to. I, 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 it won't help me at all.
0: <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn.
1: But, uh, no, it's cool. And also, a wired connection helps out a great deal, too. Mm. No no Wi-Fi boys here, yeah, I mean, like, man, about that life. But You're, you're um, going full of Dama, aren't you? Like, yeah, wired man. connection. Cut no the cord, Wi-Fi. Baby. I'm sorry. Cut, cut off that Wi-Fi bullshit. We're going, yeah. we're going in hardwired, baby. Yeah. Except no substitutes. <laughs>
2: No networking. Yeah except when shit.
1: we have to network. That shit but, is lame! But uh anyway, that that's all the uh, that's all the promos I got for y'all. Awesome, awesome.
2: Well thank you everybody for coming out. Thank you, Chris, for your grand, your grand glorious return. And uh the, the breaking news that you're gonna be coming in for more episodes on uh, not every episode, but more episodes um that means that fred rex will probably be in the next one right and he'll squat again hey guys how you doing <laughs> um, <laughs> oh fred <laughs> no, i'm just joking with you fred oh, but, uh, <laughs> oh damn the sense just spilled coffee up a card Ooh. damn it what's gonna happen on this but um sorry next generation in the background um but uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll talk to you guys in a few weeks. You're listening to Gundam and MHQ.
5: We just got word. The government constructed a giant Gundam. It's attacking downtown. Dear God. We need to act fast. Did okay. You just
0: called that a Gundam?
5: Uh, yes, sir, a Gundam. It's like a giant fighting robot. I know
0: what a gu- Gundam is.
5: That is not
0: a Gundam, okay? I would call that a mech.
5: Okay, sir, sure, we can call it whatever you want. No, I think that if we act fast- I've be been accessed. this game a long
0: time, and I know a Gundam when I see one, and that is not a Gundam. It has a flamethrower, for Christ's sakes. Well, now, hold on a second. Now, I agree with you that that is not a Gundam, but I don't for one second believe that it can't be a Gundam because it has a flamethrower. How dare you, sir? How dare me, sir? How, How, dare, dare, you, sir? How dare you, sir? How dare you, sir? you, sir? Whoa, How okay, dare.
5: whoa! I think we are missing the point here. We are missing the point. The point being, we have to nail down these definitions before we can do something. Yes. Right? No. Yes. No. no. My point was that it does not matter what we call it. How dare
0: you? How dare, How you? dare you, you? How dare you? Apologize. How, How dare you? Apologize. Apologize. Yes. apologize. You can't just
5: throw around the term. Gundam.
0: Do you have any idea the historical significance of Gundams? Uh, Gundams have destroyed entire cities. They've killed millions.
5: That's exactly what's happening right now. Listen.
0: You know, the misrepresentation of Gundams is deeply offensive.
5: Oh my god, these are real people out there with inherent human rights, and we are not helping them by arguing over semantics, okay? I don't even know what the difference between a Gundam and a mech is.
0: Okay, look, when we talk about Gundams, we're referring to Generation Unsubdued Nuclear Drive Assault Modules. Are
5: you mad, man? We are talking about Generation Unsubdued.
0: How dare you. you? You shut your mouth holes. You it stands for Giant Unrealistic. Dare you. No, un- giant
4: it's Unrealistic.
1: Giant, unrealistic,
0: Okay, happen. shut up.
1: Gundam at MAHQ is a Shinjuku station and MAHQ.net joint.
0: Die, monster. You don't belong in this world. What the hell was that delivery? What? God, that was awful! You just destroyed the moment! What are you talking about? Where's the emotion? Where's the drama? This is the final battle after 12 stages of hell! And you come here with delivery so wooden, you could drive it through my heart and kill me! Wow, that one hurt. See, I can't even tell if you're being sarcastic! Why do you even care? Look at this place! You think I set this up because it was the best way to protect myself from a maniac with a morning star? No! I made it because it's fucking awesome! I-I don't- Our conflict for the fate of the world deserves an incredible venue! Nobody's going to remember Dracula's underground Belmont shelter, but they're sure as hell going to remember Dracula's fucking castle! Dracula's what castle? And a place like this deserves performances! Theatrics, Richter! And you're not even trying! Why am I supposed to care anyway? I went to Juilliard, Richter! Can't you just let me have this? No. You steal men's souls and make them your slaves. Oh, now you start the theatrics! Look, I am just here to kill you. Fine. What is a man, a miserable... You know know what? I I, I don't even care anymore. Fuck you, Richter!
4: (coughs) What the hell is Juilliard?